0: On today's show, Olivia Rogers unveils a solo edit of her wedding video as she spills more details about her breakup. Fans shocked as Northwest unveils alarming footage of her pet dogs and Anna Paul's lavish Christmas surprises. Hello and welcome to Outspoken. It's your dose of the hottest influencer and pop culture news twice a week. I have to say sorry to our listeners because it's only once a week this week. I did make a bit of a ballsy statement that we are going to be doing two podcasts a week, just like we normally do. But we're still recovering from Christmas. Mm. It was very tiring, Amy, particularly for you. You hosted us probably every night for the last three nights. (laughs) Yeah. So we had the white party on the 23rd at my house. The 24th, I got the night off, but that was, I also was preparing for Christmas day. So then we had Christmas night at my house. We had boxing day lunch at my house and then also a boxing day dinner. So I did not move out of bed on the 27th. But gosh, as you get older, you just realize the mental load women have at Christmas time. Yeah, we were talking about how as a kid, Christmas is so magical and we absolutely love Christmas. But I think we just got burnt out this year. Well, let's be honest, the lead up to Christmas is always the most amazing part of Christmas. Yeah. I do feel like though... As women, we have to organize everything. And then your partner decides to go shopping for your Christmas present on Christmas Eve. So, Reese, on Christmas Eve, I'll give him credit, he did do a bit of a food shop with me, and we went and bought the dogs their Christmas mm. presents. And then he goes, oh, I'm just going to go take your car through the car wash and grab a couple of bottles of wine for Christmas Day. I'll be back. Is that code for I'm picking up your present? No. So he had already got the gifts, but he doesn't gift wrap. So he went and took (laughs) the presents to his parents' house so his mum could wrap them. Now, Amy, what was your favorite Christmas present? I'm putting you on the spot. Hopefully Um. it's one I gave you. I got a lot of practical gifts this year. So I got a lot of um, Lululemon tights. I got new shoes. I got a lovely purse. I was really happy with what I got because everything I can use. In saying that, we did have a laugh because Reese got me a shower caddy and I think it was too (laughs) practical. (laughs) I've never really heard the word shower caddy used so many times (laughs) until I spoke to you. Yeah, look, that wasn't my favorite gift. Um, My favorite gift would probably be my Frank Green water bottle. I've wanted it for about six months and it's just something I haven't bought Myself, I feel like every girl got a Frank Green water bottle. Like that was the it thing. Because remember when we were younger, everyone got a scooter. It's like everyone <laughs> got a Frank Green water bottle, every- except me. Mm. I want to hear everyone else's random gifts. So mm. let's put something up in the Facebook community. What was your most disappointing Christmas <laughs> oh. present of 2022? I look quite pretty. Olivia Rogers has confirmed she was the one who left her husband of seven months, Justin McKeon. The former Miss Universe Australia divulged more details about her marriage breakdown in a Q&A before Christmas. Now, Kate... What else did we learn in this Q&A? Well, as you said, it was the first time Olivia has confirmed what we suspected, that it was her that pulled the pin on her relationship with Justin. So she said the breakup was complicated and that there were many factors that led to her decision. She also revealed that she will begin to share more when she feels ready. And I feel as Christmas got closer and closer it feels like she was more ready to drop some of those juicy Mm. details. I wonder if this was because she was around her family at this time. You know, she Mm. was back in Adelaide around people who were supporting her and made her feel a bit more confident. Well, I feel like Christmas is a really emotional time and she was probably reflecting on the year that had been. Now, Olivia also made a very telling comment about her intuition. So she said, my intuition is often right. If I actually tune in and listen to it, I need to trust my gut more. Now, when I read this, I thought that this was kind of hinting towards the fact that she should have trusted her gut more when it came to her ex-husband, Justin. Oh, definitely. And I think the hardest bit of her Q&A was when she was talking about her fertility struggles. So she explained that she would be ecstatic to be a mum one day. And she said one of the hardest parts about the breakup and one she grieved heavily was that she was actually going through fertility treatment in August and September after trying to fall pregnant for quite a while. So Olivia said she hoped to share more about her fertility journey in the future, but she's not ready yet. This just really broke my heart. And the timeline was very interesting because Olivia said that she was getting fertility treatment in August, September, and she broke up with Justin in September. Mm. So I feel like something major must have happened in order to make her come to a decision like this. I mean, she did say it was very complicated and that there were many factors. And I feel like she is going to eventually tell us what really happened. I'm wondering how she's going to tell us, like, will it be on her own terms in an Instagram or is she gonna appear on a podcast and sort of reveal the details about it? Because I know she's really good friends with Tully and Tully has her own podcast. This is Tully Smith. Well no, Tully's podcast has finished up. Like she oh. said she's not doing it anymore because it's just taken too much time. I really liked her podcast. I think that she'll do something on Shameless. I feel like Shameless, mm. they seem to be pretty close with her and I mm. feel like they would do a good job at sharing Definitely. her story. I mean outspoken the podcast, but also do a great <laughs> forum for Olivia to share her story. I also felt really sad in the Q&A when Olivia answered a question about her dog Ziggy. So people asked had she seen Ziggy since the breakup and she said she hadn't seen him since September and that she would have loved to be able to share Ziggy with Justin. However, Mm. they just couldn't work it out. And, And again, that's really confusing to me because... It's almost like, was he using Ziggy as like emotional blackmail? Because if she said, nah, this isn't working. Mm. And then he's like, well, I get the dog if you break up with me. I reckon it could have been something like that. I mean, I know Soph and Brandon, they always joke that if they break up, the person who breaks up with the other person gets to keep the dog. Maybe they had some kind of weird arrangement. And then Justin's like, actually, I am taking the dog. Well, that doesn't seem fair if, for instance, I mean, we don't know what's happened and we're purely speculating, but that doesn't seem fair if Justin has done something to make Olivia break up with him. Yeah. Now, as we mentioned earlier, Olivia is in her hometown of Adelaide for Christmas and she shared a rather awkward story of her at a family event. And I found it funny because, you know, people share things online and it would be weird for family members to play along at home and watch what's going on in this person's life but then know the full story going yeah. on behind the scenes. So Olivia shared on TikTok that she didn't want to name the relative Mm. or say what gender they were because she didn't want to cause any family drama. And in this TikTok video, she again reiterated that she was the one that left her husband. Mm. And I just find it really interesting that she keeps wanting to put that out there. So she went on to explain in the TikTok video that she was trying to work out if a family member was joking or making a dig at her at this family function. So this family member asked Olivia if she had thought about getting involved in acting. And Olivia said, oh, no, it's not for me. And then the family member goes, no, I think you'd be really good at it. And she said, no, no, I wasn't very good at drama at school. Then the relative said, oh, but you've been acting so well for the past four years. Now, Olivia and Justin were together for four years. So- (sighs) Do you think it was a dig or a joke? I think it was more of a dig at Justin. I feel like it was one of those, you know, when someone breaks up with somebody and then it comes out that the family's hated the person for four years and being like, what do you see in this person? I feel like it was one of those kind of digs. Do you think it's a bit of a dig though? Because Olivia did have a very lavish wedding in February and shared a lot of content about Mm. the wedding. They looked so in love that it was such a shock that they actually broke up in September. So maybe that they're kind of making a dig about that and her online perspective. Sona. Maybe. I think though this family member would have found out about Olivia's TikTok because it's been splashed all over the advertiser here oh. in Adelaide. I felt so bad when I saw that. The advertiser is absolutely lapping up the fact that Olivia is in Adelaide. They're mm. loving it and I it cracks me up because I follow the advertiser and all the comments are either who is this person yeah. <laughs> or they're like oh my god you are disgusting trolling through her life. <laughs> It's so funny because during the last couple of days, Olivia has just divulged so much information. So on Boxing Day, Olivia surprised her followers by sharing a special Olivia edit of her wedding video to Instagram and TikTok. So you may be asking what an Olivia edit is. So basically, a couple of days before Christmas, Olivia explained that she had received her finalized version of her wedding video back. And I was pretty shocked that it had taken so long. I mean, it's a bit awkward that the wedding video took longer than the marriage. Well, it was with I Do Cinema, which is an amazing videography firm, but they are known for taking a long time to edit the video. I did like how she acknowledged just how awkward this was to receive mm. this wedding video. Oh, it would be incredibly awkward. And does like, did both of them get the link? Like, are we going to see just an edit of the video? I don't know. So for those who haven't seen the video, Olivia wrote on Instagram, I recently received my wedding video and it was hard to watch. With everything that's happened, I asked I Do Cinemas to do an edit that only includes my family, friends and me. So now I can remember the happiest parts of the day with the people I love the most in the world. Here's a little 90 second glimpse of the Olivia edit. Thank you, I Do Cinemas for doing this for me. This divided a lot of opinions online because I saw a lot of people were saying, yes, Slay Girl, like, Mm. yeah, the Olivia edit. And then other people were saying, why would you put that up like why would mm. you want to remember that day look my first reaction was why the hell would you put it up and perhaps mm. is it a sponsorship agreement I mean Olivia is pretty good at divulging mm. when she has a partnership and she didn't put ad or anything like that but she did tag I do cinemas a few times so it got me thinking mm. but then again maybe she did tag them because they've been nice and gone back yeah, and done a special exactly. edit for her I did love Kayla at seen comment on the video did you see it no what did she say she wrote haha do I literally said out loud, what a boss bitch to Jay and showed him your video. I'm all for this. What a great way to remember a day of family and friends. You look beautiful. Well, it's definitely a big fuck you, isn't it? It's like, look, I'm going to take this very expensive video and I'm going to keep it. The, The thing is, when you go to a wedding, Although it is obviously about the couple and their love story, a lot of the time is actually spent talking about the individual who's getting Mm. married as well. And I'm sure Olivia probably put a lot of time and effort into planning this wedding as someone who is getting married in 24 days. I'm the one doing everything, so it would be nice to have a video Mm. of the beautiful event. I love that someone wrote, get a lot of solo content just in case with a pen and notepad, and this was obviously someone planning (laughs) the wedding. (laughs) I love that a lot of people were commenting that the Olivia edit had a real love actually vibe to it because remember Kira Knightley's character at her wedding day the friend that's in love with her just filmed shots of Kira Knightley yeah and-, and then Kira comes <laughs> over to the house he's like can I see the wedding video and Mark's like no, no 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 and it ends up just being close-ups of her face and she's like oh I look quite pretty <laughs> thing is as you said, Kate, I must admit, initially I thought, why on earth would you post this? You don't want to remember this day. But after seeing the video, I thought, yeah, good on you. Fucking put that up. Fuck well, him. It's really her decision and no one knows the full story. And also people don't know how they would feel if they're in her position. Yeah. It's clearly not a decision that everyone would want to make. It's, but making again, an, it's making a positive out of a negative, isn't it? Yeah. Well, Olivia did respond to some hate. Someone wrote, But surely this is weird for you to watch. A video of yourself on a marriage that didn't work out in the end. What happy memories are there? Mm. Olivia replied, I had a happy day surrounded by my friends and family. It was weird to watch the video with him in it. But without him, it's just my favorite parts. She's the least exciting to look at. Kim Kardashian is under fire after a video showing her pet Pomeranians fenced up in a garage went viral. Amy, can you tell us more? Yeah, so the video was actually shared by Kim's daughter, North, on their joint TikTok account and it was entitled Christmas Time for the Dogs. So in the video, the family's three Pomeranians, Sushi, Saki and Soba, are seen wandering around in a large pen in Kim's garage. The thing is, the dogs don't seem to be badly treated. They're surrounded by blankets. They've got wee pads, food and water, as well as some elf on the shelf toys and even a small Christmas tree. However, many followers were quick to label the video as disturbing and criticise Kim for keeping her dogs in a garage when she owns a $60 million mansion. Now, I've got to say, At first, I thought, what the fuck? Why is Kim Kardashian keeping her dogs in the garage? Well, I mean, my dogs sleep in my bed with me, which you told me you saw a TikTok video about dog training and it's wrong to do that. But my dogs are like my family members. And I again was like, oh, wow, what's going on here? But we don't know if that's where the dogs live all the time. I thought perhaps they were put in the garage just as a precaution Mm. while they had the Christmas Eve party. Well, the Christmas Eve party was actually at Courtney's house because I thought the same thing. I thought, oh, I bet they're having the big Christmas Eve party. The dogs have just been put away. However... The video was quickly deleted from North and Kim's TikTok account just hours after, which has led a lot of people to think, shit, did they not want this vision out there? Because there's been growing speculation surrounding Kim's dogs because they haven't been seen on her social media account for over a year. So many people thought that maybe Kim had got rid of the dogs, but in early December, Fans were relieved when they saw the dogs' names were actually featured on their annual Gingerbread House. So they're like, okay, no, they have the dogs. Look, for anyone who has dogs that have destroyed very expensive pieces of furniture (laughs) perhaps they don't want their very expensive house ruined and put the dogs in the shed when they're not there i think the issue is that a lot of people remember back in 2017 when kim got the dogs. she basically said she's not a dog person however she picked up the dog sushi for her daughter north and courtney also got a dog for penelope i don't know if Mm. you remember the episode it was called honey and a whole storyline was how kim was so annoyed at her puppy because it kept barking and that she just wanted a chill Pomeranian that would just Mm. sit in her lap and that was honey and she actually tried to steal Penelope's (laughs) dog she tried to swap them however when she realized that she couldn't swap them she had to get in a celebrity dog whisperer to train sushi and he told Kim basically that your dog's bad behavior was due to the lack of structure and boundaries so I'm wondering if this pen in the garage is actually a way of training these dogs however a lot of experts have come out on TikTok and said well one shouldn't the dogs be potty trained? Like, why do they have wee pads all around? Mm. And two, there was also criticism over the fact that the dogs were left with a lot of food. I don't know if you noticed in the video that this huge bowl of dry food and someone said, well, my golden retriever, that's how much they'd eat, not a small little Pomeranian. Also, you're not really meant to leave dog food out for dogs because it reduces any sort of drive that they have of, you know, because I mean, my dogs are very food driven. So we use them as treats to actually get them to do what we want to do. The whole piss mat thing makes me think that the dogs are in there for a long amount of time and that they don't have access to go out to a toilet. Yeah I think that's where a lot of the concern was coming from. The comments were scathing on TikTok. Mm. One person said why can't you have someone fucking train your dogs so that they can live life and live in your house? If you're a billionaire you can provide a better life than this for your dogs. Another one wrote meanwhile Paris Hilton's dog has its (laughs) own house and another person said I'm broke as hell and I treat my cat like a king. It's the person not the money. And to be honest, I think that's where a lot of the criticism was actually stemming from the fact that she's got so much money to see these dogs shoved in the garage. Mm. I mean, and also it kind of seemed like the dogs were just an accessory that they could just bring out Mm. like, oh, no, I I don't want you for the moment. So I will shove you in here Mm. for the time being. Yeah, I found it quite unsettling. And it's not like it was an overly nice garage. Like you have a look at some of the rooms in their house and they're absolutely insane. They could have built a doggy daycare style of setup with enrichment toys and also had people in there doing stuff with the dogs rather than just shoving them in the garage. I'm sure they probably have someone that looks after these dogs, let's be honest. And in terms of the shed, while it looked a little bit bleak, I bet it's probably like warmed floors. I don't think these dogs are necessarily missing out, but I actually did a little bit of a deep dive on North and Kim's TikTok. Mm. And I don't know if, well, clearly the media hasn't picked up on this, but there's another video that North put up Earlier in December, and it shows really quick shots of their house. And there's another one of the dogs in the pens. So it doesn't seem like it's actually an isolated incident. Mm. It seems like these dogs are in there a lot. However, Think about Kim's house, how many people are coming in and out for filming, how many... Yeah, but if these dogs were trained properly, they wouldn't run out. Yeah, I I wouldn't be running away from Kim Kardashian's house if (laughs) if I was allowed to, you know, be in the other rooms. I just think that Kim probably doesn't want them ruining the aesthetic of her house because this is the same woman who came out this week in a podcast interview with IRL and said that she has a handbook for her employees, which states which colours they're allowed to wear to the office. Wow. Okay. So other colors are going to offend her. I wonder if these employees have a budget for their uniforms. Well, then. she said that basically she lists a color palette that is acceptable because she wants the office to be calm and Zen. So her office is the same color palette as her house. Basically the same furniture that's in her house is in her office. And so she said she doesn't want people wearing bright colors because it's going to ruin her Zen. I'm sorry. That is so bloody ridiculous. <laughs> Well, she did say that her kids don't have the same rules, so she doesn't force her children to have, you know, to wear specific colours. She actually said that one of their bedrooms is pink at the house. Another one is a whole purple room. I actually saw these on North's TikTok. Like, actually, everything in the room is pink and everything in the room is purple. They've also got a dinosaur-themed room, but she said that they're the only rooms the kids are allowed to sort of go in and mess up, whereas the rest of the house has to be in the neutral tone so Kim feels calm. Wow, well, the poor dogs, I wonder if they're feeling calm in the garage. Well, the garage is clearly their space that they can be. Now, just staying on the topic of the Kardashians, the family held their annual Christmas Eve party over the weekend and it did not disappoint. It was held at Courtney and Travis's home, as I said earlier, and they went with this incredible red theme. Oh, it looked amazing. And I presume that Kim had hosted because I Saw a lot of the other guests dressed in red and then Mm. she was dressed in like silver sparkle. So I thought maybe she'd done that thing where the theme is red, but then she stands out from the group. (laughs) No, it was definitely at Courtney's house and I'd never really thought to have just a red theme because obviously we always have the white party mm. and I'd never thought it red, all red would look that good but it looked so striking. Well, when you've spent millions of dollars yeah. on a party and have a professional <laughs> event planner, I'm sure anything could look good. Well, they had a red ball pit. They had red balloons hanging from the ceiling. There was Christmas trees everywhere. They even had Sia performing who was joined by Kim's daughter North at one stage. Did you so, notice that Sia actually showed her face? Yeah. I was like, is that yeah surprisingly (laughs) there were no dogs inside at this Christmas party poor dogs probably having some turkey in the shed I'm so excited oh my god it looks amazing with the bow TikToker Anna Paul has proved she's the queen of Christmas after showering her followers with cash and surprising her mum with a big ticket item Yes, I'm actually very envious of this gift. So Anna Paul gave her mum a black BMW. It was a Grand Coupe, which retails for about $70,000. A little bit better than a shower, Cathy. Look, just a little (laughs) bit. Now, this was a very special moment for Anna's mum because she hasn't owned a car for 20 years. And it was really cute because Anna drove her mum to this oval where the car was set up with a big red bow around it. And Anna's mum burst into tears when she realised it was for her because she originally had spotted it and said, oh, that's what I've always wanted and thought it was for someone else. What, from Anna or just like a random member of the public? Just a random person. I mean, she's clearly been living in TikTok (sighs) Anna Paul world for too long because I don't know a lot of people that get cars for Christmas. I feel it's just this influencer handbook though. It's like once you make lots of money, you buy your parent a present that you film. Well, I think that's everyone's dream to be able to Mm. spoil their parents and give back what they've given you you. And I do love the fact that Anna does seem to be very generous with her family and also her friends. I mean, last week we were talking about how she couldn't stop buying gifts for her new group of friends. I think the nicest part of this Christmas present is the fact that Anna's family haven't always been wealthy. And she has spoken in the past about how they used to live off just $30 a week and that they owned an old van and used milk crates as seats. So, This is a huge turnaround for the Paul family. Oh, it really is. And Anna went into more about what Christmas used to be like for her and her family growing up. Let's throw to what she said. I know what it's like to grow up with no money on Christmas. You know, my parents spent their last $20 on prawns so that we could have like a nice meal. Um, My brother and I, we used to wrap plastic bottles like orange juice, bottles and put them under the tree so it looks like we have a lot of presents like other families so I know what it's like so I want to send $500 to 15 of you so that you can make a nice Christmas for your children I know 15 isn't the world but I know they'll make a difference to 15 families this Christmas so I'm really happy about that I think it was really great that Anna shared this flashback to what her Christmases used to be like because it'd be really easy to have a look at what she's got now and look at her amazing Christmas on TikTok and be very jealous and think that they're used to this Mm. sort of life when they're clearly not. Well, she did give back as well to her followers at Christmas. So she launched a competition to give away $500 to 15 people. I mean, you could look at that and go, that's really lovely of her, which I genuinely think it was nice. But I know a lot of people also thought... Oh, is that just for engagement on TikTok? Like people can be quite cynical about things. It's hard because I understand that giving away money on a platform like social media Mm. can seem a bit little bit disingenuous because it seems like you're trying to push that you're a really good person. Well, it's also because people go, Well, what are you getting out of it? Yeah, exactly. And you do get engagement and positive feedback. Mm. But I do genuinely think she's an influencer that has her heart in the right place, particularly because she said she wanted to choose mums in Mm. need and could help make their Christmas special. And considering that she has known what it's like not to have much at Christmas, Mm. I do think it was pretty genuine. Now it was Michaela Tester's first Christmas since her split from Anna's brother Addis Paul and it didn't seem like a very special day. No, it seemed like one of those Christmases where everyone argues. I mean I feel like a lot of people can relate Mm. to the fact that their Christmas is full of arguments and awkward family moments. Is it Christmas without a family argument? No, I don't think it is. But the good thing is people normally come together on the day and get over it. However, it appears not the case for Michaela's family because she spent Christmas Day at the airport trying to get back to Queensland after having a huge fight with her family. And she said that she never usually comes to her mum's house for Christmas because her family are super judgmental and mean to her. And I'm assuming that's about her being on OnlyFans. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, it could also be just she shares so much of her life on TikTok as well, and she doesn't really seem to shy away from talking about family members and issues. Yeah, it's funny you say that because Michaela is one of seven girls, and she said that two of her sisters really hate her, and she claimed that one of her sisters actually slept with her boyfriend in 2016. And another one of them tried to live off her and quit her job when Michaela started making it big on OnlyFans. So it seems like there's a lot of resentment going on amongst the family members. How do you go from saying that sort of stuff on TikTok, though, to, like, walking into family Christmas? Well, apparently Michaela said that her mum was happy to have her there for mm. Christmas, but her sister said to her mum, if Michaela comes to Christmas, Aww. we aren't coming. That's really sad. I know. Let's throw to what Michaela said. They said to my mum, if Michaela comes to Christmas... We aren't coming. So my mom was obviously very hysterical that my other sisters weren't coming to Christmas. So I had to leave and now I'm at the airport. And now I'm flying home on Christmas to my three cards. Now, Michaela explained that she was willing to give her family one last chance over Christmas, but it's not happening again. Maybe this is why she's so sort of fixated on Addis, because she wants that family in her life. Like it must be very tough for her sort of splitting from the Paul family and then going back and having this sort of Christmas, I do feel for her. Yeah, you watch the Paul family and, I mean, the fact that the Paul's parents are split up but still living in the same house, like it's a Mm. very different situation and I think it was quite refreshing for Michaela to share that Christmas isn't always so wonderful because it is a really hard time for some people and you go on social media and everyone's happy and they're having a good time but that's not the reality for most Mm. people. Shut up, Mum! Again. on my Facebook. Big pirate. You don't need to go. So boring here. I'm just, yeah. I'm just talking all my. have Got ten thousand friends. Just talking to you. Ten thousand friends, Kim. You hardly know any of those people. I know them. Kim's got one friend who doesn't even like her. Byron Bay influencer Ruby Tuesday Matthews caused a stir on Instagram after revealing she shaved her newborn daughter's head to make her hair grow faster and thicker. Now. With someone who's got thin short hair – I'm a bit envious that mum didn't shave my head as a newborn. What's going on? How is this even a thing? I know, it does sound completely bizarre. I thought it was just an old wives' tale, but no. So Ruby made the revelation on an Instagram story and she framed it as a bit of a mum fail. So she said that she'd only had a few hours sleep the night before because her newborn called Holiday was up during the night and she was so sleep deprived the next day that she'd forgotten that they had Santa photos planned and proceeded to shave her daughter. His head she said the photo was definitely one for the memory books because holiday's head was all patchy i love how she just drops it so casually oh, i'll just shaving my baby's head well she revealed that she's actually shaved all three of her children's heads when they were four months old to make their hair more manageable well she's actually got very beautiful hair herself i wonder if her head was shaved as a child maybe maybe when i have a baby i'll have to do the same thing Well, interestingly, there were mixed reviews. So some people were enraged that she'd shaved her child's head. They just thought it was absolutely ridiculous. But a number of other people said, well, I have actually shaved my baby's head as well and it's worth doing it. This is so bizarre. I never thought we'd be talking about this on our podcast. Well, actually, a hairdresser also commented and said that this is a thing. This actually works, but your baby just looks a bit weird for a few weeks. So it's like long-term, short-term pain, long-term gain. It wouldn't look weird on the babies that come out bald, but there's some that come out with like a full head of hair and you'd be like, oh, have you given your baby a number three today? Is, is it because, like, you know when your baby, when they have that really cute soft baby hair, Yeah, I'm assuming that's what you're shaving off because that sort of, doesn't that just sort of fall? out or just I have no way sorry idea. I sound so stupid but I'm assuming that that's what they're shaving off and it makes baby it hair yeah to then start growing thick like the thick you know adult hair <laughs> look I'm not sure if there's much scientific backing <laughs> you know let us know on our Facebook page I think that's all we've got mm. time to discuss about baby hair <laughs> Uh, This podcast was recorded on the traditional land of the Ghana people of the Adelaide Plains. We pay respect to elders past and present. And don't forget to join in on all the conversation on our Facebook community, which is Outspoken, the podcast community. Tell us what your most disappointing gift was. Tell us, have you shaved your baby's head? These are the things we want to talk about. And I feel like we forgot to address the elephant in the room. Sophie is not here during the podcast. She is celebrating her anniversary, which appears to be a day-long thing so (laughs) that's why she's not here happy anniversary to sophie and brandon six years wow that time has flown by hasn't it Oh, it's crazy well thank you so much again for listening and if you haven't already please make sure you leave us a review and go and follow us on instagram and tiktok at outspoken underscore the underscore podcast